Welcome to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm John McNeil, and I use my knowledge of fitness, psychology, philosophy, and mindset to help you achieve your fitness goals. Join me each weekday as I discuss a new topic related to achieving the appropriate health and fitness mindset. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm John McNeil. And today, the topic I'm going to talk about is the gap. And it's a little bit of a, maybe a little bit of a heady subject. So I just want to introduce you guys to it, help you understand what it is and how you are, how you're in the gap right now and how you can essentially help close it to become the best person you can. So what is the gap? So I'm going to start with a quote from Viktor Frankl, and he essentially describes it as the area between stimulus and response. So could be something like, I want ice cream, so I'm gonna go eat ice cream. And it's essentially the gap in between where you kind of make that decision, uh, if that makes sense. So that's a very, you know, kind of small scale approach. But right now, as you're on your health and fitness journey, you're also in the gap between your unhealthy self and your healthy self. And in order to bridge that gap, then you really need to focus on that area between stimulus and response. So on the more micro scale compared to the macro scale. So we tend to compare our current selves to the best version of ourselves we imagine in the future. So when I'm looking at myself, I'm comparing myself to the shredded six pack version of me that I'm expecting to be there. Now that is... That is not necessarily the best thing to do because you're, you're setting yourself up for failure there. You are comparing yourself too much to where you want to be, not where you've come from. And don't get me wrong. You do certainly need to have an idea of where you want to go in order to get there. But you can't get mad at yourself or you can't necessarily you won't see as much progress, I should say, if you continue to look at that future version of yourself and say, I'm not that, so I'm failing. Again, it is important to know that self, to know what that goal is. But really what you should be looking at to track your improvement is what was that person, this old version of myself, what would they have done? You know, <laughs> when I was 275 pounds, I was doing things that wouldn't, the things I was doing would not get me to where I am today. So, Although I still have weight to lose, although I still want to get, you know, healthier, have a more visible, you know, core muscles, all that kind of stuff. I'm only human. If I compare myself to that future state instead of that previous state, it's a lot less progress than you'd expect because I'm comparing myself to the end goal and forgetting about where I started. I started off at 275 and now I'm around 200 pounds. That's a huge win in any book. So, But if I'm focusing on the fact that, well, yeah, but I still don't have a six-pack or the core, my core doesn't look the way I want it to, you can see how it's a much more negative approach. So really make sure when you're doing this, compare yourselves to who you were and what your unhealthy self was doing previously in order to you know help you bridge that gap. Now, like I said, it is certainly important to understand where you want to go and what that future version of yourself will do. That is how you use that. You know, if 
if the future version of yourself is able to work out and spend time with family and, you know, enjoy a sense of community, that is should that should be what you're working towards. You should be working towards those goals. But if the previous version of yourself and the self you're currently in doesn't even have a family, uh, but maybe you're dating someone, that's an improvement. Like, so know what you're going for. Make sure you're taking the actions to get there. But don't consider it failure if you're not there. Consider it failure if you're not improving from your previous self. So have your goal in mind. Have the end goal in mind. But really compare your progress to who you previously were and make those changes from there. Because if you continue to compare yourself to the perfect version of yourself, I mean, you're setting yourself up for failure. I don't think I'll ever get to that perfect version of myself. I hope to get pretty close, but there's a lot of stuff I will need to do to get to that perfect, perfect version of myself. I'm not looking for perfection. I'm looking for sustainability and stuff I can do consistently in order to improve who I was. You know, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to be the next Elon Musk. I'm, I'm, you know, my brain doesn't work that way. That is a, it's a limit I have. I cannot, cannot do a rocket ship side hustle on the side. Like the amount of businesses that dude has, the amount, the way his mind works, that's, you know, I'm not going to be like that. But you can take lessons from him. You can compare, you can try to improve yourself, try to learn from the stuff he has and make your previous self better. You're never going to be the next Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. That's ridiculous. Unless the one person who maybe is listening to this, then, you know, I, I question what you're doing with your time. But really, it's it's not about the end goal. It's about becoming a better person than you previously were. So that is the gap between your unhealthy self and your healthy self. And you're in it right now. So really compare yourself to your unhealthy self and continue to make changes there so you lead towards that healthier version of yourself. But don't hate yourself for failing. Don't hate yourself if, you know, the healthy version of yourself runs five miles every day and sits in the sauna and does a hot tub and, you know, whatever the case is. Don't get mad at yourself for doing that, but really make sure you're, you're starting to put the pieces in place that will allow you to get there. And then winning is or you succeeding is just you doing better than you were the previous day. Health and fitness is, is a journey to say the least. You're, it's not like just one day you decide and then all of a sudden you're healthy. It's, it's ups and downs. I mean, like I've talked about before, the amount of times I've, I've lost over 20 pounds and gained it back. I mean, it's been three or four times at this point before I finally figured it out. I mean, I've said this before and I'll say it many times over and over again. 97% of the people who lose 20 pounds or more gain it back. So that tells you that there is some, there, there's more to it than just losing the weight. You need to change yourself and you need to make sure you know where you started from so you can continue to move forward to where you're going. As long as you keep taking one step at a time, you're going to trend towards that goal. You, like I said, if your goal is unrealistic, you may not get there. But even with unrealistic goals, if you're setting your expectations and taking one step at a time, you're going to take a pretty good chunk out of that. And just even the change you'll see from your old self to your current self is just night and day. So that's kind of the big picture part of it. But I do want to drill down a little bit more into the more the micro level stimulus and response based on that quote from Viktor Frankl. So back to that example of eating ice cream. It, it It's learning when, why you're starting to feel that way. Why are you starting to crave the ice cream? You may still eat the ice cream, but start thinking about why you're craving it. And, you know, if... If the current version of yourself thinks it and then all of a sudden gets ice cream, add some space in between it. Take a minute to think about how you feel. Just say, I want ice cream. Set a timer for a minute. And, you know, you, that's probably not going to change anything. But 
you've put space between the stimulus and the response. It's not a lot, but even still, that isn't a change in your body. If before you, as soon as your body said, I want ice cream, you go and get ice cream. But now you're adding a minute in between that to at least let yourself reflect. You know, 99% of the time, you'll probably still get the ice cream, but that 1% you don't, that's a win and build on that. You know, maybe you start with one minute and maybe you go to two then go to five, whatever the case is. All you have to do is work on adding a stimulus between between the actual action and the response and you'll see an improvement. That's all this is, is just making sure you're aware of it and not just saying, I want this, so I'm going to do it. You're kind of thinking, I want this. Let yourself space it out. And in that time, try to reflect on why you want it. It's like, okay, maybe I want ice cream because I've had a rough day and this will give me some you know, pleasure that'll, that'll make it all better. Like, that's what I would do it for. It's like, I had a rough day. I deserve some ice cream. So I'm gonna eat some ice cream. But now kind of like, well, why do I want ice cream? Because I've had a stressful day and I'm thinking that'll make me feel better. But then now that I know myself a little better, since I've practiced the stimulus and response kind of exercise here, I realize more often than not, if I go outside and move around and get my blood flowing, that, that craving goes away. But I tend to have that craving more after a long day of work being cramped inside and not moving around. So by me spacing that out, eventually I learned the true cause of it. And don't get me wrong, I still will order ice cream on the weekends or like there's a cinnamon roll place by me that is just, it's addicting. And I, you know, I'm not going to lie. There are times on Saturday nights where I'll just get that delivered on a whim. I even need to work on this, but it's much better than it previously was. And again, it is by adding that gap between the stimulus and the actual response. So that's all I have for you today. I, I know it's a bit complicated, but really what to remember here is put space between you know the micro level stimulus and response and on the grand scale, make sure you're comparing yourself to the previous version of yourself, not the current, not the end goal. Like aim for that end goal get an idea of what it would take to get there, but make sure you're comparing your improvements to who you previously were so you can continue to see improvement after improvement. And if you're continuously seeing improvement, it's hard not to keep on the track, like let me tell you. So keep working on that. Really start to be mindful of what's causing you to take action on the stimulus. And last but not least, I kind of want to end with an Ernest Hemingway quote that I think sums this up very nicely. So there's nothing noble about being superior to other people. True nobility is about being superior to your former self. Now that's powerful. So really all it's saying is compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. And if you continue to compare yourself today to your previous self and continue the action and make changes, you're going to be such a great version of yourself. Even if you're not that shredded six pack person, the changes you're going to see and the changes just in your life in general will be night and day. So I hope this was a helpful episode. Uh, I'm always available if you have any questions or want more detail. But until next time, I'm John McNeil. I hope you guys have a great day.